Hello, everybody. This is Jason from the Jason and Cole, a father-son thing podcast. Hey, if you're like me and Cole, when we're getting started with the podcast, we had a lot of questions like, how do you even record a podcast? And how do you get it published to different sites that people go to listen to podcasts like Spotify, Apple, and Google Play? Well, it's very simple. The answer to all of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors, too, so you can get paid to podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and making money, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. I can't wait to hear your podcast. So get started. Now back to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Jason and Cole, a father-son thing podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I'm here with... Me. Who's me, man? Tell the people your name. Your son, Cole. That's Cole over there, and we are coming to you to discuss our relaunch of our podcast. Now, over the course of the last year or so, we have been recording podcasts, and we started out where we're going to be a sports podcast, kind of touching on all things sports, and then we moved to, we were going to do some father-son things, just talking about life lessons and stuff like that. And now we're transitioning after some research and everything to more of a specific podcast. And that is going to be, it's going to be based around our favorite team, the New York Mets. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how it goes. And after baseball season, we might, you know, switch gears and Again. cover the Gators and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But we wanted to get more specific into what we're talking about. That way we can narrow down an audience that is looking for the content. And um, hopefully they jump aboard and follow us. And as of now, we've had, we're pushing close to the 500 listens. Okay. And we haven't been doing like we need to do. We haven't been putting out episodes weekly and all that. It's been extremely busy. But what we're going to do, and Cole is hearing this for the first time. This isn't scripted. We are going to cover the New York Mets, all things Mets. So we'll do for for now, leading up until spring training, we'll do at least a weekly podcast discussing anything that's happened with the Mets over the past week. And as we get into the season and games are going, if there's breaking news, we may report, you know, do a short episode with just touching base on what just happened. Um, if there's a certain game that we watch and we want to, we're pissed off at something that happened, we may jump on and record an episode then um, to talk about what it was. We may do some pregame um podcast to talk about a big game that's coming up and kind of the matchup and see what we think and uh also plan on visiting poor st lucie for spring training and maybe a couple of games here in lakeland or um check them out anywhere they're 
the metric plan and the surrounding area where we live. So that is going to be the structure of the podcast. Um, for anybody who's listened to any of the episodes in the past, we appreciate the support. Um, you know, having 500 people, when you think about it, having close to 500 people actually hit play and start at least to listen to the podcast, you know, that that's encouraging, you know. So I think that having done some research and joining the Anchor community on Facebook and kind of reading what other people are doing and getting advice, it's very important that we find what it is that we want to talk about and stay specific to it. Um, One thing that we always do, regardless, is talk Mets. We're always talking about the Mets. And then uh, we get around pop-pop, we're always talking about the Mets. So I think that's something that we can incorporate is uh, maybe doing an episode every once in a while with Pop-Pop and then giving the listeners his intake, you know, his take, his hot take on what's going on with the Mets because you know Pop-Pop's always got a hot take. And just to be clear, he'll fire somebody quick. So (laughs) if uh, you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing, um, you're going to hear... Pop up, he's gonna fire you. <laughs> he ain't putting up with no bull when it comes to um, hustling. And if you ain't hitting, you gotta go. So, and he'll, uh, he's not a big Cespedes fan because he's always hurt. And so he's always got some interesting views on, on the Mets. And um, before we go any further, I just wanna say uh, rest in peace to legendary pitching coach Mel Stoudemire. Um, at least that's how I know Mel Stoudemire. I'm 41, but um, he passed away. So condolences go out to his family and the Mets organization, the Mets family on that. Um, today's episode is just basically letting our fans know about the relaunch and about what, what the podcast is going to be about yeah, and what they can expect moving forward to next week. Now, As we move forward, Cole, you have an obligation to the listeners to do some research and be ready to talk about things and making it more specific to the Mets. I think it'll be a little easier for you because you won't have to do as much research. You don't need to know every player in MLB. You just need to focus on the Mets so that when people tune in and, and we're talking to them, you have your own perspective on it. I have my own perspective on it. Uh, Pop-Pop will have his own perspective on it. The national news media will, you know, have their take on it. And we can discuss these things and have a a good conversation about them. Um, There's exciting things going on with the Mets. The, you know, hiring of the new GM. Uh, They've made a lot of roster moves moving forward. Congratulations to Kenny Broxton for joining the Mets. Okay, it's Keon Broxton. Keenan Broxton. Keon. Keon, whatever his name is. Keon Broxton. And we'll talk about... um, you know, some of the moves that they've made next week, but I'm very excited on what has happened so far. I wasn't a big fan of the GM, the hire, um, being an agent, and, you know, I didn't know how that would work out, but I am very impressed with the moves that the Mets have made, and I won't touch on it too much. I'll save that for next week's episode, but You know, one of the things that I see kind of happening is kind of Chili Davis being hired as the hitting coach. I see a transition to we're kind of mimicking what the Royals did a few years ago. 
um, having a lot of depth at a lot of different positions and um, being able to play different matchups and and it was the off season's not over. You know, there's still a possibility of signing another starting pitcher. Need some more bullpen help. We need um, field help. Well, well, you know, they just got Lowry, so that's that. that I think that could be the biggest pickup of the offseason. But we'll touch on that next week. But I like Lowry. I really like that He's guy. He's from the Athletics. Yes, he he was in Oakland. Um, I really like that signing. Um, but I see us having a lot more depth, and maybe you know, there's a chance that you know, at the slim chance of signing a Bryce Harper. I don't see us getting Machado or, you know, maybe Pollock to play center field. I, I do think we need another big bat. I'd be happy if we can get one more big right-handed bat in the lineup. But we'll see what he's going to do. And I don't think anything will be done before next week's first episode. So we can really jump into what all has been done in the offseason and how the team is being structured and what we think um, as we move forward looking at you know, spring training coming up not too far away. Pitchers and catchers report. I don't know the exact number of days, but it's they'll be here before you know it. So a lot of things to talk about with the New York Mets. Next week. Um, a lot of things that I think that me and Cole have different perspectives on and be able to bring you guys um, some good insight on how a father and son view things. And then even the third generation with my dad, Pop Pop. Cole's grandpa weighing in on some things. Haven't even talked to him about it yet, but he'll have to check his calendar. I think he'll be available. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Cole, what do you what do you think? Because I just sprung this on you, didn't know anything about it. Um, what do you think about the direction that we're gonna go moving forward with the podcast? I feel like it's a good idea, considering it's a. The baseball team that we study most of the time. And I just feel like we could have good talks and perspectives about what the Mets are doing in the offseason and the spring training. So, um, right now, who's your favorite Met player? Right now? I'll probably say um, your favorite trade of the offseason, Jed Lowry. He's probably our best player right now. I don't know that he's our best player, but I'm very, very excited about um, that move. I just think he um, kind of reminds me of a Daniel Murphy a little bit. Um, but I just like his overall tools that Does he, he has. Does he play second base? He does play second base. Then but why did we pick up Canelo? See, that, that's, that's part of what we'll get into with what I was talking about. You know, Lowry plays second. He can play short. He can play too. short. Um, pretty sure he could play third. I don't have to look into it, but I think he could, I think he could play anywhere in the infield, honestly. But I mean, naturally, I mean, he played second base last year. But you know, Cano's our second baseman, but we have you know McNeil that could play second. We got Lowry that could play second. You know, you could throw if Alonzo doesn't work um, at Wait, first. Alonzo, the rookie first baseman. Oh. Um, if he doesn't work out at first base, which I don't think he'll start the year with the big club, um, and that has to do with money and, and contract and having an extra year. But I think he'll start in AAA. But as he comes up, if he's not contributing, you know, you can always throw Frazier at first base. And, you know, McNeil may see some time in the outfield. So I see the Mets team being built 
on good quality, solid, all-around players and depth. And, you know, that's a big thing where, you know, let's say Cano goes down with an injury for a week where you could just plug in Lowry at second base and keep him moving or McNeil. And, you know, you're not losing a whole bunch offensively. So I like the direction that we're going with that. I feel like uh, Cespedes should play left field. Michael Conforto should be in the center. Okay, well, see, this way you got to do your homework because you can't can't rely on Cespedes. Me personally, I don't even think about Cespedes. I mean, he may come back after the All-Star break. That would be good if he does, but he's coming off another surgery, another heel surgery. We need somebody in the outfield so McNeil could play left field or something, and then Conferto, then Nimmo, and then first base could be Alonzo, second could be Cano, shortstop could be Lowry, Uh, third base can be um, Frazier, and then whatever catcher that we have. Well, Rosario's going to start at short, but that's going to give us, you know, Lowry gives us depth, but they also said that the signing of Lowry. Lowry is going to be an everyday player. So it, it's going to be uh, Mickey Calloway is going to have his hands full in year, year two. Um, I wasn't sold on him as a manager year one, but I give him a pass because of what he had to deal with. So I'm sure we'll have a lot of discussions about Mickey Calloway moving forward. Um, like I said, I'm not too sure about him, but. We're going to see what he's made of because he's going to have a lot of tools in the bag that he can kind of adjust and, you know, day-to-day with the lineup. The big thing that I think our – I read an article on MetsBlog.com about, you know, the ifs. And a lot of the ifs are being – we don't have to say if Cespedes comes back. You know, we're planning on – having a decent team without Cespedes. So, you know, when Cespedes comes back, it'll just be an addition to an already good team. You know, and, well, what if Alonzo doesn't work out at first base and he slumps and his defensive skills aren't where they need to be? Well, we have people who can play. Frazier can move the first and Lowry can go to third. And, you know, so there's a lot... There's a lot of... uh, the if factor is being taken away, you know. Now I'd really like to see us sign another starting pitcher. Um, not sure as we record this, who all's out there that's available. I know Pop Up was big on Gio Gonzalez from the Nationals, but um, as we move forward to next week's episode, we'll be able to report a little better on who's available and who's not. But I am not a Vargas fan. So I would really like to find another starting pitcher. Now we have good we have a good closing pitcher. Oh, we have the I mean arguably the best closer in baseball. And then they signed Familia back. So oh, they as did? A, yeah, as a setup man. So one of them can go to um what's that? Oh. <laughs> RP, whatever it's called. Um, is it RP? What are you talking about, RP? <laughs> like, you talking about the setup? No, it's like starting pitcher, then something, then closing relief pitcher. pitcher. Yeah, RP. Well, I mean, you need it. Yeah, <laughs> RP, man. Relief on, pitcher. 
Of course, all people in the bullpen are relief pitchers. It's just the role that they define them by. And then Familiar could be a relief pitcher. He is a relief pitcher. There ain't no well, doubt about it. It's just he's gonna be Nathan the setup Clay man. Clay is a relief pitcher. Yeah, but it's like he's gonna be the setup man for the closer. Then you got your specialist out there in the bullpen. Then you got your left-handed specialist, and um, looks like we're gonna have two left-handed arms in the bullpen. So that'll be great. Um, I, I'll be prepared next week, but we signed a uh, a pitcher, I want to say from the White Sox that I watched some film on, but I can't remember his name at the moment. But he looks like he's going to be a dominant arm coming out of the pen. So I like what they're doing. I just think that we need to add at least another free agent starting pitcher or possibly make a trade. You know, I we got Ramos and not – not to get too deep into this, but you know, um, we traded Pilecki. I might be on. I'm okay with trading Darno. If we, if you can trade Darno and for another catcher, no, we don't need another catcher. If you could trade Darno and get a relief pitcher that can help us this year, I'd be fine with that. Um, you got, you know, we can always sign a backup catcher the free agent market or we have Nito that could come up and play and I mean Darno I like the kid but he stays hurt and if there's a way if we were able to trade him now and get something back for him I wouldn't be opposed to that but um I'm not the GM I just host a podcast so I don't get to make that decision but I'll put it out there in the universe um I'd be okay with Darno going um, and I think that that's the one thing I like about our GM. He, everything's on the table, you know. So uh, I'm glad we keep in Degrom and Syndergaard, and you know I just think with those two, you know, every when they when they pitch, you got a great chance of winning. And and Matt's had a great second half of the year, and. And with Wheeler and, you know, Vargas. I don't even like saying his name. Vargas. Jason Vargas. That's your name, Jason. I don't know. But anyway, we'll get us another pitcher because I don't see him being there. Um, But wanted to let you guys know what the plan is moving forward. Yep. Um, When we come back leading up to spring training, it's going to be um, just everything Mets. So... With Until that, we decide to after the season. No, I'm talking. We're gonna watch. We got the baseball package. We're gonna watch the games, report on the games, report on what we saw, good and bad. Um, and I think it's gonna be a special year. You know, last year neither one of us. Well, I think I did uh, pick the Mets to win their division. I don't know what I was thinking, but um, a lot of the ifs are gone. Last year there was a lot of ifs. So the ifs are starting to diminish, and I think that when that happens, you start to see something special develop. And um, along with that, it's going to stay, you know, Jason and Cole, a father-son thing. And if there's things that come up that we need to discuss, you know, we'll discuss them. But, um, yeah, I think that there's a bunch of Met fans out there that, you know, will follow us and, um, kind of support us like the Seven Lion Army, and you know, I think it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Me too. 
So, with uh, that being said, I'm Cole. And I'm Jason. And this is the Jason and Cole Father-Son Thing Podcast. We'll see you next week with episode one of Everything Mets. Brought to you by Jason and Cole, a father-son thing. Peace. Peace.